parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome back for another episode of Fearlessly Parenting. We have back with us again, Karen Gann, for part two of my interview with her. As a reminder, Karen is a mom. She's been a certified parent, life, and leadership coach for the past 10 years. Please take a moment to check out our parent resources in our podcast description. Without any further ado, here's Karen Gann. And now I'd like to make a tra- transition because you got me in the yeah. mentality of like boardroom meetings and everything. And mm-hmm. so how can these busy executive parents or uh, blue collar parents who feel that their own professional life and, and the things they got going on, it's hard to get everything fitted in family obligations, work obligations, spousal obligations. How do, how do we go about making all of that work more effectively? Love that question. And like, I do believe it's about practices and what I teach my clients. And I, I was coached in my coaching training. My teacher one day said this amazing thing that has stuck with me ever since then, that what if we lived a life, not of projects, but of practices. And we think about our life really composed of practices, meaning, you know, depending on your background, maybe a practice is prayer, maybe a practice is journaling, or a practice is yoga, or it's the family meeting that we have every week. Um, And what I like to help my really busy clients do is to pick practices that sort of span across the different areas of their life. So for instance, the, um, like, the appreciation practice. If I'm using that at home, I'm also using it at work. It's a practice that's about my way of being and that I show up in all those places because people are people, right? I'm going to show up the same way. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to own my, who I am, like my essence. Oh, there she goes again, mom and dad. She's being intentional again. I love your intentionality. Go, go right ahead. That's like, it's so important. You're you're really talking about the practices or rituals that, that you should do both personal and family, but now you're giving practical applications to show how you intentionally bring these about and, and make them habitual. A part of your life. I, I love that. I, I just just want to take a moment to applaud that. Go ahead. Oh, you're so sweet, Stan. I'm glad it's resonating for you. Because at the end of the day, it's we're, it's a choice, right? Do we see our lives as like split up into all these separate things? Or do we see our life as one unified expression, you know, of who we are as people? And I think it, that's why leading is the same as parenting. And, you know, you can have it all because it's about, do you believe you have it all? What does even having it all mean? I mean, for me, honestly, I will say this. It's a practice because for me to even have two healthy children 
to be to have been able to birth them when I was 37 and almost 40 years old was like literally oh. a miracle. And so I feel that way that having it all for me, I already have it all just because I was able to do that. You know what I'm saying? So my definition of having it all is something that I have to decide right from the beginning. And I've always decided since I became a mother that I always knew I wanted to be a mom. So just having two healthy kids is having it all to me, you know, so everything else stems from that. And I don't know if that makes There's sense. Gravy. Think- it's just like gravy. It's, gravy. The, it, it, it's, it, a, it's a cherry and whipped cream on top of the sundae. Everything yeah. else is, but the, but the main the main Sunday, it's that that ice cream and everything is, is your your kids. They are, and uh, that, like that's- I was very blessed to be able to even accomplish that in my life. And I I feel most parents probably see it that way. I hope, and they give themselves credit and their kids credit. I think that often what can get in the way of feeling that way that we already have it all is that definitions of success that come from the outside that are imposed by society or schooling or whatever environment you're in, that's where I think we have to be very diligent about being true to ourselves because all those external definitions, a lot of it, sure, take it and leave it. It's There's important stuff there, but it's not really about that. It's about you have to decide yeah, you got to get internal. We we call it uh, with the Maxwell parody, you know, coming up with what your why is, and uh, if, if you can apply it to anything, you can apply it to work, you can yeah. apply it to the family, and to to get your kids to ask themselves, why is fill in the blank important to you, yeah. and then answer the question, and then. Why is what you just wrote important to you? And, and you just continue going down seven levels. And, and once you understand your why, whether you're preteen, teen, young adult, adult, old, young, it makes no difference. When you know what your why is, you're more focused and you're more intentional. Amen to that, Stan. I completely agree. And I love the idea of you, what you're bringing in to the conversation of you know, know your why, Simon Sinek, we think of that as kind of this business thing, but it's like, we all can be asking ourselves that every day, including kids and teens. And I think training them from that young age to really ask that question of themselves is a fantastic way to help them maintain the connection to their own self, right? Because that's ultimately what is going to give them a life that they feel great about is, you know, staying connected to what's inside. And I think that's what we hope to be modeling and we hope to be teaching. So I love that. And um, it helps them hold their image. I'm, I'm creating a, a talk and I'm looking forward to going out, being able to give it out to the public, but it has to do with holding your image and -hmm. teaching our kids to, hold their image and the parents to be able to hold their image because you're right there are those external forces that come in and they try to tell you who you are and what you should do but 
only you can delve inside of yourself and, and find out what your talents are and what it is that you were put on this planet to do and then gear yourself toward that. And, and that's understanding your why. Now, if I remember correctly, you uh, you teach workshops. Do you do any online teaching? I am so glad you're asking me that because I have a mastermind program that's starting in early September, September 7th. And it's uh, called, the name of it is Resilient Success System. It's a nine module program that has some self-paced learning related to all the things we've been talking about, self-care, couples, um, working through parenting agreements, uh, working with the children in parenting, creating a family culture with like family meetings, family mission statement, some work-related leadership development modules. And then the last module gets into like community involvement. And I think a lot of parents after this year have been asking and curious about working towards equity and justice. And I have a lot of experience working on those issues. So I have a module related to that. And then there's weekly live coaching calls three weeks out of the month. And the program runs from September through May. And it's enrolling now. And um, my website is raisingresilience.com. And I would love to talk to parents who are just, what I think this year is going to be about is just kind of healing and moving forward from this past pandemic experience. And I think that we need as parents in this modern world um, with so much uncertainty and, and so much going on that we need support and we need a community of like-minded people and we need some coaching and just a place to also practice mindfulness. And my program offers all of the above and more. And I would love to support parents who are just looking for that kind of growth in their lives. And moms, dads, guardians, we we all need to be mentored. Um, well, I'm uh, 59 now, but when I was a young man, just got married, I, I went to to the ushers of our church and I became an usher. The reason I became an usher is because that's where a lot of the fathers and dads, the, the problem was the ones that were well-respected. I, I became an usher to, yes, to serve, but to learn mm-hmm. from those who had that experience. And I think I benefited from that. And I think that people will benefit from your mastermind and your coaching calls. So if you don't mind, uh, in the podcast show notes describing this podcast, I'm going to have a link to your website and a link to your uh, mastermind. And and moms and dads, you'll be able to find that there. I ask you to take advantage of that, look into that. It sounds like she has a lot of good information that will help you out. Well, I'll tell you what, you have been a wonderful guest here today, even though I was butchering your name at the beginning. Uh, but, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you, Stan. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Thank you so much. And parents, I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forward and fearlessly parent. God bless. Check out 
the podcast description for links to her website for her mastermind courses. God bless.